that trumpet solo was well known to legions of Montreal Canadiens fans from back in the day in the 80s and the 90s when the team played in the Montreal Forum, the old hockey arena. The man playing it for me here was the team's unofficial mascot, a superfan who goes by the name of Kid Mercury. His trumpet was a fixture in the city and at the Habs games, including when the Canadians won their last two Stanley Cups in 1986 and 1993. Kid Mercury's been retired for a few years, until a couple of weeks ago, when his quiet life blew up and he was thrust back into the public spotlight when the Canadians invited him back to perform at the Bell Centre during the team's three home games against Las Vegas, which they won and brought them here to the Stanley Cup Finals. I bet you didn't know that underneath Kid Mercury's trademark cape and his hat with the lightning bolts is a nice Jewish boy from Cote St. Luke, whose parents got him his first trumpet as a bar mitzvah present. As the Canadians struggle against Tampa Bay in the final, Kid Mercury says no matter what happens, the surprising success of the Habs has brought hope back to Montrealers from all walks of life, hockey fans or not, after the city has been devastated by COVID-19. I know people who couldn't see their their parents in over a year, a year and a half. I mean, that's very difficult. And so the city has got all this energy and it's it just feels magical. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Monday, July 5th, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Kid Mercury prefers to keep his real name a secret, and I agree because he says it's been part of his public persona for 50 years. He grew up in a traditional Jewish home. He's the grandson of Russian Jews who fled pogroms and arrived in Canada after World War I. And he went to Wager High School, probably the most Jewish of Montreal's public schools. And he got his real start as a sports personality after a stint working overseas for Club Med. Coming up, Kid Mercury will be here to talk about what it's been like since the Habs invited him on their Stanley Cup run, how he can blow shofar, and we fight about the Leafs and the Habs. But first, here's what's making news in Canada right now. Sunday was the 20th anniversary of the death of Mordecai Richler. The iconic Montreal Canadian Jewish author died in Montreal in 2001. He was 70. His most famous novels include The Apprenticeship of Dudi Kravitz, St. Urban's Horseman, and Jacob Tutu and the Hooded Fang. His widow, Florence, died at the age of 90 just last year. Their joint tombstone on top of Montreal's Mount Royal has an interesting feature engraved in it, a stack of books. Sunday was also the 45th anniversary of the miracle at Entebbe, where Israeli troops carried out a daring rescue and freed a plane full of 103 hostages on an airfield in Uganda on July 4, 1976. The hostages were being held by pro-Palestinian terrorists. They had hijacked the Air France plane in Athens and made the crew fly to Uganda. In the raid, three hostages were killed. All the terrorists were killed. But so was one Israeli officer, Lieutenant Colonel Yonatan Netanyahu, the brother of Israel's former prime minister. So I'm recording this podcast episode before we know what will happen with the Montreal Canadiens' drive for 25, their 25th Stanley Cup. Kid Mercury was part of it the last time when Habs won in 1993. He joins me now from his home in Beaconsfield, just outside Montreal. And you've got a picture that it's all decorated with team jerseys, his red Kid Mercury cape, a model of the Stanley Cup, and his famous hat with the lightning bolts, and of course, his trumpet. Let's talk about that whole journey that uh, you you came to be a team mascot of many teams, not just the Habs. Um, I know you started out with the with the Expos yes. when they in their heyday. 
So uh, I just felt there was like a lack of energy at some of the games. The fans were cheering, but there was, there was something missing. And at the time I owned a bar, I just opened a bar on Pine and Clark called Secrets Bar. And um, I thought, why don't I put together a costume and put the big Secrets logo on my back, which I did on my original cape. And I started going to the Expos games. I had this hat originally didn't have the Habs thing. It was just a blue hat and it had an Expos pin on it. Um, where the Habs logo is now, there was, it was a blue hat with the wings. So, and, you know, I'd wear it at the games and I'd bring my trumpet and I'd start, you know, and uh, the fans responded very loud at the, at the Olympic stadium. And uh, the character just took off. People were talking about me and also, you know, I'm not very camera shy. So anytime I saw like the big cameras rolling, I'd make sure my trumpet and my face was there. I got on the front page of the Gazette. I, was, you know, people were seeing me in California. They were watching a game. They said, oh, we saw you, the camera shot you. So little by little, I, you know, the more I could, the more exposure, the more fun I was having, everyone seemed to like it. I, I wasn't paid at the time. I just was a super fan. I did it because I loved what I was doing. Yeah. And actually my name, Kid Mercury, comes from, um, it actually was given to me, Mercury is the winged messenger. And it was a nickname I got in, in high school and they'd call me Merc, hey Merc. It was just my nickname, Mercury. And the kid came up on, on um, Ted Teven's sports rap show. I, uh, I loved listening to Ted Teven. He had the greatest show. Anyone from Montreal would remember Ted Teven. You're gone, um, that's yeah, right. Yeah, you're gone and the machine, da, 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 and then the kid Mercury because Gary Carter was Kid Carter, rah, 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 enthusiasm. And that's how I've been my whole life when I play sports. Any team I'm on, I'm always getting the guys going. Or So that's how Kid Mercury became Kid Mercury. So then with the Habs, you became a fixture at the Forum. How do you afford to do all this? They don't give you free tickets, right? Well, no, back in the day, back in the Forum days, uh, it wasn't very expensive. A standing room ticket, because that's what we did. We waited for the $7.50. Eventually, they raised them to $10, bucks, I believe. So we would, you know, we get in line about an hour before they'd open the doors. And as soon as the turnstiles let us in, we'd race up to the red section and get center ice reds. And that's how I started doing it. And funny enough, then I approached Claude Mouton, who was the public address announcer and public relations uh, man in charge, who was always really nice to me. He, he was like a kind of like a little father image. He just was so nice to me. He, he understood me. He got me. He, he knew what I was doing and he understood it. And uh, he eventually got me a pass. And uh, I did that for many, 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 many years. Two Stanley Cups, uh, 86 and 93. Both of them I was present for. And I actually, uh, the team let me in the parade. I didn't really follow them to the new building, so to speak. Um, I was working on my own thing and, you know, I had my own ideas. They had their own ideas. So I was just happy to be a fan, but I didn't go very often at the Bell Center. And just recently, actually, um, the team reached out and, you know, brought me back for the Vegas series, which was very exciting. I was there for that, that game that put us into the Stanley Cup final. And I, I was choked up, Ellen. I, I had tears of joy. I tried blowing the trumpet a few times and I was like, I couldn't even swallow. What does it mean to the city at the moment after 18 months of being hard hit by the pandemic. Everyone's been through hell and back um, with this pandemic, especially Quebec was hit very hard at the beginning, if you remember. It started off in those, you know, elderly care homes and um, 
it's tragic, just just terrible. And you know, I don't think anyone realized how long it was going to continue and how long it was going to last. And it just wore. I mean, it it wore us down uh, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And so the city has got all this energy, and it's it just feels magical. They're, they're all excited to talk about the Canadians. You see, you know, flags on cars, and people are talking. And it. I don't go downtown very often, except to go to uh, that last series when I was there. And um, it's just, it's just, there's like a, a feeling of like, wow, we're back. I'm not just the Canadians. I mean, people, you know, now bars are open again. Okay. Talk about this trumpet. You also do a conch thing, or you used to do a conch thing oh, with yeah. waking up the ghosts. Did you learn how to blow the shofar like that too? I can blow a shofar, believe it or not, because of when you play the trumpet, you know, the lips are, it's, it's, it's easier to blow a mouthpiece. Yeah, I, I know them all. Anyways, a couple of years ago, the Chabad uh, guys rang the, rang the bell for something and they had a shofar and I was with a friend of mine who's not Jewish and I had them come in the backyard and I said, watch, I'm going to, and so we tried blowing it to get, you know, I, it was funny. Now really all funny. this crazy attention is back. And I think I'm going to have to um, look into, uh, you know, changing things up again, because there's like a whole new resurgence in, in me and who I am. So maybe I'll dust off the uh, magic wands and start doing kid shows again, because I've been retired for a few years now. And now this came out of the blue. So it's enjoy the ride, right? Yeah. Enjoying it. Kid Mercury's now got a children's book coming out later in the year, and you can check out his website for more details. He's also on Facebook, and we put the links on the show episode notes. If you want to see the inside of his house all decorated with Habs jerseys and memorabilia, go to the CJN's YouTube channel and watch our interview. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Norman Levine in Toronto, who listens to the CJN Daily and Bonjour Chai. Glad to have you on board. Even if you thought I was my cousin, the other Ellen Besner, she's Ellen with an E, I'm Ellen with an I. And we'll end the show with a little clip of Kid Mercury discovering that I used to be a Habs fan, but have switched loyalties. Uh, I have to tell you that since I moved to Toronto, I am now no longer a Habs fan. I am a Maple Leafs fan. Oh my, my god! Husband, okay. My this husband kills me. I know Stop you're the cameras. <laughs> Stop the cameras! I'm actually glad because now I can just say I'm actually speaking to a Leafs fan who hasn't won the Stanley Cup since I think it was '68 or '67. Yeah. Right. But I mean, we had Expo in Montreal in '67. That was a long time ago. I was a very little little boy. I was there. Too. I had a bus pass. I remember. I would get down to take the 161 bus. You know, it take you down. And um, so I just want to say, as far as your season went, well, sorry, the Montreal Canadiens gave it to you and that we're in the Stanley Cup final and you're not.